All right. How's everybody doing today? Good evening. Hopefully you guys had a great day. I had a great day. It's been a wonderful week so far. Um, I've got a lot of gratitude um, and I'm thankful for all that's coming my way. And hopefully you guys feel the same way. Um, get it, go in the chat box, go in the comments and just let me know how things are going. How's your day going? Um, um, great. The Swan is in the house. Hey, Swan. Um, so we're going to talk about, I got a lot of great questions, um, but I want you guys to take notes. Please take a lot of notes. Um, I, I, want, I want to go over an action plan. I want to go over an action plan with you guys. So get pen, get paper. Um, we're going into the spring season and investors are ready to buy. Um, cash buyers are ready to buy. Um, wholesalers, they're out there working. I'm getting lots of calls um, from wholesalers, um, vetting deals, lots of deals. And so it's the spring season, you guys. We got to get out here. But I don't want you guys to come to these um, coaching calls and these Q&As, ask your questions and not take action because that's what I see. I don't see a lot of action from some of you guys. And so we have to actually get out. There's no excuse on weather. I mean, we have gone through some um, not bad weather, honestly, but um, but some weather. But let's get out here. It doesn't matter. Let's get out. Weather's getting ready to break. Um, daylight savings time is getting ready to we're getting ready to have longer days. So there's there's really no excuse. Um, and so um, Angelique says she's ready. All right, Angelique, let's let's do it. Let's go. And so let's take some notes. Action plan. Here, here's what I want to ask you guys, and I'm, I'm going to get to the questions, but here's what I want to ask you guys. What are you going to do in the next 30 days? In the next 30 days, what are you going to do to change your life, to invest in real estate? For those of you who are already investing, invest more. What are you going to do? What's the one thing that you're going to do? Just one thing that you're going to do in the next 30 days. And it's all action. You know, I'd like to talk a lot about, <clears throat> about focus and, and um, mindset. And it all goes back to that. And, and, I, and I just want you to know that some of you guys may have failed in the past, but it's not your fault. Um, but let's do it now. You've, you've got the mentorship. Um, hopefully you have the resources. And so let's take some notes. So <clears throat> here's what I want you to write down, your marketing plan. What's your marketing strategy for the next 30 days? Is it um, probate, going after probate deals? Is it auction properties? Is it um, foreclosures, buying foreclosures at the courthouse steps or, or the online auctions? Um, is it social media? What is it? And some of you guys, put it, in the, put it in the comment section. Let me know. I want you guys to write this down. We're going to go somewhat um, into a, a business plan, um, but right, tell me, put in, put in the comments, what's that one thing that you're going to do in the next 30 days that's going to generate some leads for you so that you can um, wholesale real estate, buy and hold a piece of real estate, or fix and flip? What's the one thing? Put it, put in the comment section so that I can see it. 
let me know what you're going to do in the next 30 days. Let me know. I want, write it down. When you write it down, you guys, you own it. When you write it down, you own it. Write it down for yourself. Put it in the comment section. Clinton and uh, Keith is saying co-calling. So they're going to co-call. They're going to co-call a list. So Clinton, Clinton and Keith, here's my question. What, who are you going to call? You say you're going to co-call. All right, let's drill down a little bit. Who are you going to call? What type of list? What, what type of motivated sellers are you guys going to call? All right, Iris. Iris is driving for dollars. Okay, good. Iris is driving for dollars. Um, Angelique says um, auction properties. So she's going to do auction properties. Okay, good. All right, so you got to have a plan. Um, Dietrich is an increased social media post. There you go, Dietrich. Um, and Clinton is saying he's going to call a pre foreclosure list. Okay. And so Clinton is going to co call. He's going to call a pre foreclosure list. Um, oh, Charvita. I'm sorry, Charvita. Um, and so Clinton, tell me, where are you going to get your list from? Where are you going to get your list from, um, Clinton? Let me know. Um, Keith, Keith is also saying pre foreclosures. Mike, Mike Posey is he's driving for dollars and and pre foreclosures. Um, Lynn, hey Lynn, Lynn is looking um, for subject to opportunities. Good, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that. Quentin Adams, probate personal representatives. Okay, good. I'll talk a little bit about that. Got a couple questions there. Very good. Um, Andre says, spend more time talking to sellers and making offers. Good, good. Okay, good. Uh, Clinton's going to get his list from Keith. Karen is, she's saying she's going to uh, mail 25 postcards weekly to targeted zip codes, absentee owners. Um, older neighborhoods, very good. Older neighborhoods, driving for dollars every day. Very good, Karen. Very good. Okay, so look, you guys, those are the things that you have to do. Um, you wrote it down, own it. Um, May is saying cold calling absentee owners and probate. Very good. May, May is very good at cold calling. And so alongside of your marketing plan and what you're going to be doing, um, Tamara is saying cold calling, um, stack list from PropStream. Okay, good. Donnell, hey, Donnell, bandit signs. So Donnell is, is um, going to do bandit signs. Okay, good, Donnell. Um, all right. So here's my next question to you guys. Time blocking. When put in put in the comment section, you put what you're going to do. When are you going to do it? What days? What time? We got to have a plan. We've got a time block. What day and what time are you going to cold call? What day and what times are you going to go driving for dollars? Um, when are when are you going to um, Donnell, when are you putting up your bandit signs and, and how many? Like, what are you guys going to do? Uh, I don't want you just to say it. I want you to have a plan to do it. Time blocking goes alongside of all of that, you guys. So time blocking. When are you going to do it? Write it down. You, you've written down what you're going to do. Now the question is, when are you going to do it? Let me know. Put put in the comment section. We've got to have a plan. What days? What time? Are you calling um, Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. 
from six in the evening to nine in the evening? Or are you calling in the mornings? Are you cold calling? I mean, are you driving for dollars Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday from nine in the morning till 11 or 12? Like, what does that look like exactly? Exactly. Tell me, what does that look like? What are you going to do? Put it in the comment section. Let me know, you guys. Let me know exactly what you're going to do and when are you going to do it. So Keith is saying um, he's, he's going to be calling uh, weekends from 8.30 to 10. Good. From weekends from 8.30 to 10. Clinton's going to be calling four days a week, cold calling um, and making follow-up calls. Um, Iris is going to be driving for dollars Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 10 in the morning to one. Very good. Very good. Iris, put in the, put in the comment section, what areas, what areas are you going to um, go driving for dollars? What are the neighborhoods? What are the areas? Put that there. Um, Lynn is saying she's going to do seller calls on Fridays between five and seven and Saturday and Sundays between one and three. Okay, good. Okay, good. Those of you who are putting up bandit signs, driving for dollars, put in the comment section when, I mean, where, where are you going to do it? What neighborhoods, what neighborhoods are you going to target? Someone already said um, older neighborhoods, like where, where are you guys going to do that? You've got to have a plan. You've got to have a plan of action, you guys. What are you going to do? Um, when are you going to do it? Where are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Um, you've got to have a plan of action. Put Write it down. Put it in the comment section. Let's come up with somewhat of a business plan tonight. Business plan tonight. Lorraine um, is saying driving for dollars in Fort Washington, Maryland. Mondays between 11 and 3. Very good. Very good. And so now she's got that plan. Um, driving for dollars, Fort Washington, Maryland. Uh, Mondays between 11 and 3. Now, Lorraine, now all you've got to do is do it. Like, that's it. That's all you have to do is do it now. Karen is driving for dollars um, during the week in College Park. I looked at a property today, um, Karen, in College Park. I uh, looked at a property today in College Park, Maryland. Andre, District Heights, um, Capitol Heights, Suitland, um, Seat Pleasant, Maryland. Okay, good. You guys are all in Maryland. Um, Jermaine, he says, driving for dollars on trash day. Okay, I don't know why on trash day, Jermaine, but at least you're out there driving for dollars. You're going to have to explain that trash day. Um, he's going driving for dollars on trash day. All right, Mike Posey, driving for dollars most weekends and Monday through Thursday. All right, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, Clinton, Maryland. Okay. Um, Iris, she, Iris wants to start in Landover, then Capitol Heights. Also interested in Baltimore, but need to know the desired communities. And so, and so Iris, we'll talk about that. I did get your question. So we'll talk about um, some of the neighborhoods that I like. Um, and then also um, some other people can chime in with some areas they like in Baltimore. Um, out of BC, they're saying uh, bandit signs um, and auctions in, in Laurel. Okay, good. Uh, Tanja is saying driving for dollars on weekends in, in Lanham, um, 
and walking for dollars in her neighborhood. I like that. Walking for dollars. Yes. Yes. Um, good. I, you you were on you were on our uh, our the sales call last night. So she's walking for dollars. Very good. That that's. I mean, you know, a lot of our investors targeted neighborhoods and they walk the streets. They get to know the neighbors. They walk the streets. I walk my neighborhood just for my exercise. I, I walk five miles every morning, no matter what the weather is. And the neighbors are waving, they're honking their horns at me. They're stopping me, especially you know in warmer weather, they're stopping me. Um, they they want to get a pulse on the real estate industry. Um, they want to know what houses are selling for in the neighborhood, but it's just great for networking. It's great to um, get deals that way as well. All right, um, Gary McKeith, and hey Gary, Gary saying um, empty houses don't put cans out. Um, that's a good one. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, so I get it. So he's saying trash day, the empty houses, you'll drive neighborhoods on trash day and you won't see any trash cans in front of the empty house. You learn something every day. Very good, Gary. Very good. Everybody give Gary, everybody give Gary a hand clap of praise. All right. I got that one. That's, that's a good learning lesson. Um, and, and so, Iris, write this down. Write this down, Iris. Um, Andre is saying in Baltimore, Park Heights, Compton Heights, and Bond Secure. Okay. All right. So don't put them in that order. Put Bond Secure first, then Compton Heights, and then Park Heights. Bond Secure. I own property in Bond Secure off of um, Northern Parkway. Bond Secure, very, very good. Very, very good Bond Secure. I'm glad you put that there, Andre. Um, Bond Secure. Park Heights is a little tough, a little tough, a little rough. Um, Cop Coppin Heights is good. Um, all right, all right. What else do we have here? Um, the ones with the trash usually are absentees, very good. Um, Where's my cursor? Here we go. All right. So did we get everybody? Adrian, um, he's going to do a lot of networking. Donnell is saying, good, Donnell. Um, Dean Wood, Northeast Washington, D.C. That's my sweet spot, Donnell. You find anything, call me. I know every street in, in, um, in um, Dean Wood. Um, I own property in Dean Wood. Flip lots of properties in Deanwood. So that's my sweet spot. You find something, you definitely have a cash buyer um, here. Adebisi is saying all the heights, the heights and the hills in PG County, Maryland, all the heights and all the hills. Um, Lynn is saying driving for dollars in Fort Washington, Brookland on the weekends. Brookland, love Brookland. Uh, so Lynn is saying Brookland. Okay. All right. So I think you guys have it. I think you guys have it very good. All right, so we've got the marketing plan. We know what we're gonna do, when we're going to do it. All right, so a couple other things I, I want you guys to work on. And so choosing neighborhoods, we talked about that. Write that down. Most of you guys um, talked about choosing your neighborhood. A um, Couple other things that I want you guys to work on as part of your business plan. Um, one thing that's that's very, very, very important for me, 
even now, is working on financing, working on credit. Let me answer Donnell's um, question real quick. He's hearing in Baltimore, Donnell is hearing a lot about Harlem Park. What do I think? And so it's like anything else in, in Baltimore, to be honest with you. Um, there's good sections and bad. There's in every zip code in Baltimore, Maryland, um, there's a good part of it, and then there's a bad. And but just like um, so, so um, Harlem Park is in West Baltimore. There is a section of Harlem Park that's filled with board ups, filled with board ups. But then there's another section of Harlem Park that they're renovating. And so I, I actually bought a property um, from, a, from a gentleman in Harlem Park for $8,000. It was on a street that had a board up across the street, a board up two doors down. So I hesitated. The block over, it had half the block was board ups. I bought the property because in this same block, the house across the street, um, there was investors that had purchased the property and was, they were starting to renovate the property. On my side of the street, about three or four doors down, there was another investor that was renovating a house. So I said, let me just go ahead and buy this property. It was in Harlem Park on Harlem Avenue. So I bought the property for $8,000. I spent about $1,000. Um, I had a, um, a clean out crew come in, clean the property out one Saturday, gave them, actually gave them $1,200, cleaned it out. And here's what I did. I gave the property to the auctioneer. So bought the property for $8,000. Um, the next weekend, cleaned it out. The next week, gave the property to an auctioneer and said, auction this property off and I'm happy to get, I think it was like either 25 or $30,000, um, put it on the auction. It was actually Ashland Auctions um, called me and, and said, I'm not getting anything. Can I go lower? And I said, no. And then the, the following week or two, I said, put it back out there. He put it back out there. And long story short, I got that number that I wanted. And so that's all I did. I didn't renovate the property bought the property, cleaned it out, gave it to the auctioneer, and he auctioned it off for me. I, um, and, and I made, it was, like a, it was like a quick flip. And made, in my mind, it was, it was a wholesale deal. But it was, it, it was very, very um, low risk. As a matter of fact, I have another property that I'm um, going to do the same thing. Just clean it out and put it right back on the market, give it to an auctioneer. And so to answer your question, Donnell, you've got to be close. Um, I mean, you've got to go look at um, those properties, look at the blocks, make sure that there's no board ups. Baltimore, we're not buying where there are board ups. All right. Um, I think I was starting to talk about financing. Um, hopefully, I talk about financing a lot, you guys, because your financing is, is getting the right financing getting yourself in a position for the right financing is going to allow you to scale your investment business and thus um, really increase your, your um, 
your finances and get you to financial freedom a lot faster. And so, um, so here's what I want you to do in the next 30 days. I want you to pull a credit report. And I, one of my accounts is with um, Capital One Bank. And anybody else with Capital One, put in, put in the um, comment box. Just put a yes um, at, at, um, if you're with Capital One. Capital One, they give you your credit score. They keep up with your credit score as a, as a free service. Capital One keeps up with your credit score, um, just like Navy Federal. One of, one of my personal accounts is with Navy Federal. They keep up with your credit score. You can call them and get your credit score. Um, Capital One has it right on, right on, as soon as you log in, it's on your homepage. And so I keep up with my credit and they, they have credit wise. Um, and so they even tell you what you need to do to increase your credit score. And so one thing that I learned from them recently, and you guys probably, probably already know this. Yeah. Tandy's saying credit wise. Um, they said, pay attention to revolving credit, your credit uh, credit cards. Pay attention to that. Um, like car notes and your mortgage, just make sure you're paying that on time. But the revolving credit, um, which is your credit, which, which is your credit cards, not only pay them on time, but pay them down to at least um, 30% of the balance. So I said, okay. And so here's what I what I've done, slowly but surely, started paying them down. Then I got another um, credit card through Navy Federal, the, the platinum card, because I I love I love their um, their bonus points. Uh, what is that called? Um, somebody tell me in in the in the, in the comment section. Um, what's the bonus points called? Um, somebody will tell me. But anyway, this the platinum card, the black card at Navy Federal. Um, they give you three times the points, and so. And, and so that also increased my overall credit. And so I've been watching that, got the credit. I noticed that my credit score went down one, one or two reward points. Thank you, Tangie. So your reward points. And so I keep up with my reward points because it's free money. And so I've been noticing that thing. And then I got, I got the black card, the, um, the platinum card, um, which increased my overall um um, credit balance, got everything under 30%, looked at credit-wise today, my credit score went up 53 points. Just by following the advice of credit-wise, my credit score jumped up 53 points, got it under 30, um, extended my credit. I, I talked to somebody else about, um, about inquiries. And because I was told that if you get more than four or five inquiries in two years, it really, it really, um, it, it really affects your credit. And they were telling me it does and it doesn't. Um, every two years, it, it goes off. If it's a, if it's um, if it's an inquiry about let, let's say for example this new credit card that I just got, um, they can take it off and they only charge me twenty five dollars to take it off, but 
I would get rid of that whole credit. So they said, leave that alone. Um, what you should do is get another credit card. Now, I don't think I'm going to do that, to be honest with you, um, because my credit score is pretty much kind of where I want it to be. Thank God I'm happy. But um, and so that's the advice. And so here's why I'm doing it. I, I want when when I go for another line of credit, you guys, I want my credit score to be up there. I want to have my, my net worth looking good, um, but then I, I need that credit score up there. And so now we need that credit score as high as, and so to get loans, to, to get really to get loans, to be honest with you, um, if everything else looks good, um, a 680 credit score is good. In this day and age, it's gotta be over 700. 760 is probably the, the, the holy grail, if you can get to 760. Um, most of you guys probably don't need a 760, um, especially if you if your like debt to income ratio is, is pretty good. Um, you can buy a house at a 680 now um, or even lower with some lenders. But um, but I'm, you know, I, I'm well over 700, but I worked on it. So I want you guys to work on it for, for whatever reason, various reasons. <clears throat> and you guys have those various reasons. I want you guys to work on your credit. Okay, uh, let's see. Let me. I've got some comments here. Let's see. Have a Capital One credit card, and they, they gave you the credit score also. Okay, so Karen is saying that um, she's got Capital One. She got the credit score. She got the credit card. Okay, let me, I want to put Lens up here. So Lynn, Lynn is saying credit cards combined should not be um, over. She's saying twenty five percent. Okay. So look, look what Lynn is saying, 25%. And so depending on who you talk to, obviously the lower it is, the better, right? So I've heard, first I heard many years ago, 50%, get it below 50. Then a few years ago, I heard get it below uh, 30%. Lynn is saying 25. This lady on, on the, on the um, I talked to this credit person today was saying 10 but I, I think if you can get it below 25%, like Lynn is saying, I think you're good. I think you're good there. Um, don't discount the reward points. Get the credit card. So, so the lady I talked to today, she said her suggestion for me was to get the Capital One quick, I think she's called it a quick silver um, credit card because it gives you more reward points. I, I doubt if it gives you more reward points than that Navy Federal that I just got, but I, I, I use it. But here, here's the thing, you guys, and I'm gonna move on. <clears throat> I am not telling you to run out and get credit cards and run your credit up. Credit cards, getting them, extending your, your, your credit um, can increase your credit score but you have to pay that money back as soon as you use it. Don't go over 30 days. We're not, we don't want to use, we don't want to pay the interest. And if you don't trust yourself, if you don't think that you're going to be able to pay that back, don't do it. We got to find other ways to increase your credit score. Don't do it. This is only for those of you who are disciplined. Put in, put in the comment box. Let me know if you're disciplined. These are only for the people who are disciplined. You can really take advantage of re the reward points. Um, my reward points are, are adding up. 
A lot of people use re their uh, reward points for travel. You can get extra points for traveling, different airlines, hotels, groceries. Um, some, some credit cards are connected to like Walmart. You get the reward points, you get some free groceries. All right, um, individual cards, let's see. Let's see what, um, so Lynn is saying, <clears throat> individual cards should balance, should be around 10, around 10 each or combined. Okay, good, here, here you go. So she kind of explained it. Um, each individual credit card balance should be 10% or below each or combined 25 to 30%. Okay, good. All right, all right, let's see. <clears throat> All right, so let's um, let's see what um, and so Eric is saying you you can also apply for balance increase on existing cards to boost your credit, which won't affect um, your credit. That's so that thank you, Eric. So that's smart. So you can also do that. You could actually, if you guys are with Navy Federal, you can call them right now or after the call and ask for an increase. And by tomorrow morning, you'll have that increase. You have to ask. Navy Federal's not going to come to you and, and increase. You've got to ask them. But again, you've got to be disciplined. Don't get the increase and run your credit card up. You know, pay for some gas, pay for something. Know that in 30 days, you're, you're paying that off. That's what increases your credit score. Um, your credit gives you power in the next 30 days. I want you guys to do whatever it takes. Like Mike Posey is saying, just got to stay disciplined. Um, no, he's saying he's very disciplined. He's very disciplined. Okay, good. Um, in the next 30 days, I want you guys to work on your credit. I want you guys in the next 30 days to try to increase your credit score by 30 points. Um, Increasing your credit line, um, decreasing the balances. Those are some of the things that you guys can do to raise that credit score in the next 30 days. Um, let's say the next 60 days, because they kind of run it like every 30 days. The next 60 days, 30 points. And um, Colby is asking... So Lynn, Colby is asking, is, is that 25% of the credit limit, and it is, yes. 25% of the credit limit, yes. So if your credit, so let, let's say for example, if your credit limit is $10,000, then you can't go over 2,500. Obviously you can, but to keep your credit score where you want it to be, stay under 25%. All right. All right, one, one, one last comment. One last comment. Um, Angelique is saying good advice. Um, you can get increase, let's see. You, you, can, you can get an increase every three months on most credit cards with no hard pull. Okay, so that's good advice. But here's the thing, you guys, you gotta focus. You gotta focus on these things. Like write this stuff down. I want you to focus on getting that credit score up.
because there's going to come a time where you're going to you're going to want to buy and hold a property, fix and flip a property, and even if you're even if you're flipping properties using a hard money lender, you guys, even if you're doing that, at least for the first time, they're going to want to check your credit. Now, hard money lender, they're probably going to they, they just want your credit score to be really in the 600s, to be honest. But let's let's really focus that. Lorraine is saying credit wise is awesome. It is. And 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 at Capital One, it's a free service. And so Lynn is saying you have to be careful. Sometimes credit card companies will report before the statement closes. So be careful. And so everything that I'm saying, um, I'm saying it for a reason, you guys. And the reason is um, I, I want you guys to get to the point where you can get credit, leverage other people's money, banks' money to build your wealth. Um, I want you, I want your um, I want you to get more and more lines of credit. Those of you who have lines of credit, get more lines of credit with more lines of credit. You can borrow more money, you can invest more. And so and so and and so your credit score is is what's most important. All right. And so next 30 days, next 60 days, let's increase our credit. And then also write this down. I want you guys to talk to a lender. Talk, talk to a hard money lender. Um, talk to a uh, community bank. <clears throat> talk to a, a lender at a community bank. In our areas, um, Sandy Spring, Eagle Bank, um, Capital Bank, there's a lot of um, community lenders out here have a conversation, know what you need to do <clears throat> in, in order to, you know, get loans from them. Okay. Also, real quick, we're starting to run out of time. I want you to follow auctions. A lot of you guys have questions about auctions. Follow them. Look them up. Um, Eric was um, found an auction property on auction.com. Sent me the address. I drove by, I think it was Sunday. Um, gave him a number, said, don't bid over, I think I said 150, 155. He went to the auction, ready, ran his comps, agreed um, with the price. And so he followed it. <clears throat> this one didn't work out, probably went to a, <clears throat> a owner occupant and got bidded up. But he's doing his due diligence. Maybe the next one he's going to win. But you guys, you have to follow the auctions. Go to auction.com. Go to HubZoo. Ashland Auctions. Um, they, they bid at the courthouse steps. Not the courthouse steps. Um, in front of the houses. Um, AlexCooper.com will, will give you, they auction online, plus they, they'll give you all the auctions um, at the courthouse steps. And so follow them. Go to the courthouse steps, you guys. Um, do the research on the properties. Go to the courthouse steps and see, you know, see which what properties are winning, and what what are they winning at? Are the banks taking them back? Are there a lot of people at the auction? Eric said there was about fifteen people at the auction today, bidding on that one property. And it got bidded up where my number was about one fifty. It got bidded up to three hundred thousand. And, and for me, that was close to after repair value, but it was probably an owner occupant. And so go to the auctions, learn that process. You guys um, asked me a lot of questions about the auction. 
you've got to go for yourself. I'm happy to answer, but you you have to go for yourself. There's a lot of there's a lot of my platinum coaching students who are going to the auctions and they're winning. They're winning. Some are dominating. Some are winning two, three, four a year. And, and so they're right there. These opportunities are right in front of you, you guys. You're, you don't have to wait for to get a motivated seller on the phone. These are right there. That's why Eric went to the auction today, looked it up, did his research, went to the property, um, ran the comps, knew exactly what to, what to bid. And he was there. And some of the other um, coaching students, they're going. You've got to go. It's a great way to find properties. I've, I've been going to auctions almost, seems like almost my whole adult life. Um, for the wholesalers, you guys, Eric said that there was 15 people bidding today. Guess what? That what? Guess what that means for a wholesaler? That's 15 cash buyers. Like you, you need to have your pad at the auction. Hey, I'm I'm a wholesaler. Um, can I and how can I bring value to you? Can I have your name, your number, and what type of properties are you look at? Are you looking for? Hey, my name is Greg. I'm a wholesaler. I need your name and number. I'm going to bring value to you. I'd like to um, shoot you some properties that have your name and number. That was 15 cash buyers building the cash buyers list. And so that's what you guys need to do. Go to the auctions and just observe. And then, because that's what I did, and then I started bidding, and then I started winning. Are you going to win every time? Absolutely not. But you're going to win enough. So go to the auctions, you guys. A couple other things. Um, and so question um, Adebisi has is, what locations in Prince George's County are the auctions? And so primarily they're on the courthouse steps, like literally on the courthouse steps um, in PG County, right on Main Street. Really, if you go to the court front door of the courthouse steps facing the front door there, it's like just a little to the left, but it's right there. If you go to the front of the courthouse steps, it's right there. And so that's where it is. And then and then in some auctions, it'll be at the properties, depending on the auctions. Um, Swan, I like this. Uh, I can just click on click on a question and it comes up. I like that feature. All right. So, all right. Two, two or three other things, you guys. In the next, so I want you to go to an auction in the next thirty days. I want you to find a partner in the next thirty days, you guys. You have to do this. I want you to find a partner. Write this down. Um, an accountability partner. I want you to find a joint venture partner. So I want you to find an accountability partner that keep you accountable and hold each other accountable. I also, in the next 30 days, want you to find, and it could be your accountability partner, a partner that you can do deals with, like a joint venture partner, an equity partner, a partner that... Um, if you don't have the cash that has the cash, you do the hustling and you find the deals. In the next 30 days, who's your partner going to be? I want you to find a partner um, to partner with. Find that in the next 30 days. Those are the partners that we need to, um, to move 
our um, our business forward. So find that, find that in the next 30 days. And then I want you guys, I get, I still get a lot of questions about the formula or yeah, I get questions about the formula or com confused about the formula, the math, the investment math, the Mayo formula, practice. In the next 30 days, practice. Practice makes perfect practice. If a property, write this down, write it down, write this down. If a property, if the after repair value on a property is 400,000 and you're the cash buyer, and let's say for example, the repair cost is $80,000, Somebody tell me what you should be buying the house for. Put it, put it in the comment section. ARV is four hundred thousand. Repair cost is eighty thousand. As a cash buyer, what should I buy the property for? Put it in the comment box. I'm going to give a. I'm going to give a hundred dollars. God, I just put it out there. Shouldn't have said it. To the first one that in the comment box that gets it right. Hundred dollars goes to the first person that gets it right. I'm waiting. First person that gets it right, $400,000 ARV, $80,000 repair costs. What should I buy the property for as a cash buyer? Put it in the chat box. Let's see who gets it right. All right, so Lynn is saying 240, that's incorrect. Karen is saying 120, incorrect, 240, incorrect. It's really easy. Come on, come on. Jermaine, no, no, no. Unless my math is wrong. No, my math is not. Oh, oh, DeMille, DeMille, contact me, DeMille. I got $100 for you. Contact me, DeMille. DeMille, I got $100 for you. So DeMille got it right. Demille got it right. It's two hundred. You guys, dang Tanja, you got it right too. Dietrich, you got it right, but I have to give it to Demille. Demille got it right first. Demille got it right first. Um, Demille, I don't know how I'm gonna get you this hundred dollars, but contact me, and I'm gonna give you this two hundred dollars. Dana was trying to be slick, and he texted me, and he texted me wrong. You loud and wrong, Dana. <laughs> Dana tried to be slick and was wrong. Um, all right, here, here's the math, you guys. We're, we're going to, and I'm disappointed because a lot of you guys have been on these calls for a long time and there's an easy shortcut. But if you take 70%, if you take 70% of the, of the uh, 400,000, you get 280,000 minus 80,000 in repair costs. So 280 minus 80 is, 200,000, right? Here's a shortcut though, you guys. Here's a shortcut. 400,000 divided by two is what you should be buying a house for. 400,000 divided by two is 200,000. You should have gotten it just like that. Take the shortcut. 
And so, um, and so that's the math and you guys have to practice that. You have to practice that generally speaking, generally speaking, um, the repair cost is going to be 20% of the after repair value. So that's how I got the after repair value of 80,000. And so those that got it right, all they did was they took 70% of the 400,000 for cash buyer, that's 280 minus the $80,000 in repair costs. And that, um, and that gave you um, the 200,000. Um, so Mike Posey was using 65, 65 is for a wholesaler. So you did it right, but it's for a wholesaler. And so Vincent Young is saying that he got it right and he would have won, but it took him a while to log in. Come on, Vince. Come on. You better than that, Vince. You better than that, man. It took you a while to log in. Come on, Vince. We're not, we're not having that. Now I owe you because now I owe you because you got a slow computer. No, nope, we're not having that. All right. So Karen says she's got it now. I wonder if I should give you guys another scenario. Um, but I want you guys to know the math. Know the math. Know the math. Know the math. It's not 65, it's 65% for a wholesaler. Know the math. Let me give you guys another. This is for free. I'm not going to pay you guys. This is free. Let me see who's the first one. And this one should be easy. This one. So it is 65%, you guys, but that's for a wholesaler. I said cash buyer. All right. So, um, okay. All right. So I don't, should I make this? All right. So let me give you another one. Well, let me ask this question. Put in a comment box, if I'm renovating a property in the after repair value, so I'm, I'm up in um, Petworth and Northwest DC, and I run my comps and my after repair value is, and my after repair value is 800,000, what should my repair cost be? Put in, put in the comment box, my ARV is 800,000. What should my repair cost be? Give or take, give or take, not always 100%. Give or take, what do I teach your repair cost should be? You don't have a contractor with you. You don't have a cash buyer with you. You don't have a coach or a mentor. You've got to make an offer. You've got to, you've got to know, you've got to plug in. You've got to plug in a number. What should it be? All right, Donnell, okay, Donnell, I don't, Donnell is right. Let me see who was first. Oh, Lynn, okay, Lynn. Lynn, Lynn got it, Vincent got it, 160, 20%, you guys. Demille got it, Gary McKeithen. I think, Gary, you copied off of them. Just messing with you, Gary. Okay, so it's 20%, 20%, good. So you guys have an idea. I don't want you to make the excuse, I don't know what the repair cost is. 80% of the time, it's going to be 20% of the after repair value, you guys, which means in that scenario. Now, we're talking cash buyer. We're talking cash buyer, you guys, cash buyer. In that same scenario, what should the cash buyer buy the property for? After repair value is 800000 Repair cost is one sixty. What should the cash buyer buy the property for? Put it in the comment box. Put it in the comment box. 
what should the cash buyer? Okay, so I think Adrian's the only one that got it right. Four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. Nope. 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 Eric, no, no. Even even if you don't do the shortcut, you guys. If you take eighty, listen. If you take um, seventy percent of the eight hundred thousand, you get five hundred and four, five hundred and sixty thousand. Listen, five hundred and sixty thousand is seventy percent of the um, eight hundred thousand minus the one sixty. So five sixty minus the one sixty is four hundred thousand. You should be buying a property for four hundred thousand. Vincent Young got it right. Um, Donnell, Donnell, you're pretty good with math. Donnell, Donnell got it right. Sharon, Sharon, well, Sharon, you're good with math. You deal with numbers every day, so Sharon got it right. Adrian was the first one. You guys practice. You've got to practice. You guys, you've got to practice your math. You guys, this this is what you have to practice, and you've got to keep practicing. And if you still don't get it, call me or text me or email me. We've got to go through these things because you guys are going to find deals and you've got to buy them right. And the number one mistake that investors make is buying a property wrong because they're either not doing the math or they're doing the math wrong. And so you've got to know the math, you guys. You've got to know the math. <clears throat> Yes, that's what the cash buyer should buy it for. Um, that's what the cash buyer should buy it for. Okay, so let's let's move on. Practice that. Um, in terms of your in terms of your business plan, you guys. And I'm way over time, so I haven't even gotten to the questions yet. But I think through this, we've answered a lot of the questions. I want you guys to have a big goal. <laughs> Adabisi is saying. Adabisi is saying, um, test this on Mayo formula twice a month. You need it, Adabisi. You need it. You need that practice. You need to be tested. Okay, I'll, I'll test you. I'll test you. You're right, though. You're right. You got to get the math wrong. I don't want you guys buying these properties wrong. I want you to make money. You're only going to make money doing the math right. You do that math right, you're going to make money. I had a wholesaler call me today, call me last night, and said, I've got this property. It's in College Park, and the, the seller wants 200000 Ran the comps. Hadn't seen the property, but I ran the comps. Um, I put in 20% of the ARV for repair costs. My number's 150 They said, seller wants 200 They went and looked at the property today, took pictures, talked to the seller again today. They said, seller still wants... 200 said no 150 150 text sent a text message 150 i go about my business because i'm not buying it for 200 about an hour later i get another text seller said i'll, I'll take one i'll take um they'll take 150 if you pay all the transfers instead of splitting the transfer recordation ta taxes if you pay that they'll take 150 guess what i said I'll pay the transfers. You you reached my number. I'd rather split it, but if that's what it takes, um, plus I knew I had the leverage because in this situation, the, the um, house is going to foreclosure. Um, the house is going to foreclosure next week. And so we've got a deal. 
but I stuck to my number. I didn't go up to their number just because I wanted a deal. It's, they stuck to my number. And so you've got to you've got to stay you've got to stay with your with your number and trust your findings. Trust your findings, you guys. Trust your findings. And so Demille won won the hundred dollars, and he's already texting me. I'm gonna give you the money, Demille. I'm gonna give it to you. All right. All right. You've got a big goal, you guys. I want you to have a big goal this year. Whatever it is, if it's one of the goals needs to be to buy and hold at least one property. That's why I'm on you guys about your credit. Now you've got to build the cash. You've got to build the cash. Um, so we're going to wholesale property. We're going to flip properties. Here's my question. Here's what I want you to write down. You've got that big goal. Who's going to help you achieve that goal? If your goal is to wholesale five properties this year and buy and hold one, Who's going to help you write that down? Write it down. Who's going to help you? Who's the team? Who's that dream team that's going to help you? List at least one person, either by name or, or is it a contractor? Is it a real estate agent? Is it a lender? Is it a coach, mentor? Who is it? Put it in the comment box. Who's going to help you achieve that goal? You can't, if your goal is 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 one that you can achieve on your own it's not big enough your goal needs to be so big that you can't achieve it yourself the goal i have for this year man, i i need i need hundreds of people to help me achieve my goal and that's how big your goal is all right so 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 demil you suck i'm gonna give you the hundred dollars demil you don't have to put my name i'm gonna give it to you I promise you, come by my office tomorrow, I'm gonna give it to you. Demille's sucking up to me. Mike Posey, okay, I'll help you. Tangi, Donnell is saying, Greg and Keith, okay, we'll, we'll help you, absolutely. Iris, we got that Baloo, Baloo High School thing going on. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Other than me though, other than me, who's gonna help you? I'm gonna help you, I'm happy to help you. Uh, most of you guys have gone to see properties with you. You know, we talk on, on these calls. I'm happy to help you. Um, other than myself, who's going to help you? Who's going to help you get to that goal? You've got to have a team. You can't do it by yourself. And you've got to have an idea of who's going to help you because you can't achieve that by yourself. So Eric, good, Eric, good answer. Eric is saying his daughter, they're, they're a team within themselves. Um, so Eric... Eric is saying his daughter. Okay, who else? Who else is going to help you guys? Who's on your team? You've got to establish a team. Who's going to help you? And all of this stuff that we just talked about, you guys, and we need to talk about it more. And I really appreciate um, all, all the feedback, all the comments. Um, you, you've, you've got to start thinking about these things. These, these things I think about daily. And I've, I've been investing, I bought my first property in 1986. And um, I still think about these things. I think about my credit. Like, like I think about, honestly, I think about my next moves. Like I, th I think about what I want my net worth to be. And I think about where I wanna be in five years from now, where I wanna be 10 years from now. I think about those things. But then I also think, okay, I know where I, I know where I am, I know where I want to be, 
I have a good idea of what I want the future the future to look like. So I've got the end in mind. Now, what do I need to do now in order to get there? Who can help me? Um, what kind of credit do I need? Um, what kind of investment strategy, marketing strategy? What, what's the team that I need to put together? Um, the math, all, all of this comes into play, you guys. And it's because I have a dream and I've got goals and I've got a big why. And I've got the motivation that goes along with that big why. And I've got a plan on retirement. And so I'm thinking about these things daily. And I'm afraid that I'm going to make a mistake. So I think about it and I, and I meditate and I pray so I don't make a mistake. It's easy to get out here and make mistakes. Um, we all have families. We all have children. We want to do good by them. We bring them in the world. We've got to take care of them. And so I think about that every day. When I walk in the morning, five miles, I don't know why I always say five miles. I guess I think I want you guys to like, like be impressed, I think. I'm, I'm joking. But I'm meditating. I'm thinking about how my day is going to go and what moves do I need to make in order to get to where I want to go five years from now? What I want things to look like 10 years from now. And all of these things, you guys, that we just talked about plays a pivotal role in all of that. And I want you guys to think about those things. Set those goals high. Know that you guys can achieve these things. You guys are winners. You can do it. Um, create that support system. And this is part of your support system. You know, these calls hopefully um, are very motivational and inspiring and give you the nuggets that you guys need because we all need it. I need it. I need feedback from you guys. I need energy from you guys so that I can achieve my goals. And hopefully I give you guys those same, that same energy. So Iris is saying that she's assembling a list of potential contractors, investors. Um, her her daughter's going to help her an administrative assistant. Good. And so that's exactly what you guys need. She's assembling a list of contractors. You guys are wholesaling real estate. You're fixing and flipping real estate. You're buying and holding. You need a contractor. You've got to get that contractor. Um, other investors, especially cash buyers, family, your, your vision, your goals, your, your dreams, your focus, your environment has to support it. Family has to support it. So she's got her daughter. And then we, we need, look, guys, and I'm going to talk about this tomorrow. We, we need help. So she's got an admin assistant. Because if you don't have an admin assistant and you've got a lot of administrative duties, if you don't have it, then guess, who, guess who's the admin assistant? You are. And so we need people to, to leverage um, their time to help our cause. And so tomorrow at noon, I'm going to go live and I'm really going to be talking to real estate agents. But I want whether you're an agent or not, I want you to tune in because I'm going to I'm going to give sort of the blueprint on how real estate agent um, can be in there. But it transcends into investing. Obviously, part of that is investing. And so I'm, I'm going live um, at noon. 
um, on my on my Facebook page. So you can tune into my Facebook page. Actually, it'll be live right here on on my YouTube. And so I'll, I'll be going live and I'm going to go by the, the, the 10 steps um, at noon. It'll be recorded. Um, it'll be all, all over my, my podcast um, platforms. Uh, it'll be on YouTube live and Facebook live. But I'm going to give you guys the blueprint. Yes. So, Colby, it'll be on YouTube live tomorrow at noon. And it's the blueprint on how you become a millionaire as a real estate agent. But it, it transcends that. It transcends that. All right, you guys, it's nine o'clock. Let me get to some of these questions. I think we've kind of answered some of them, but I'm going to run through them real quickly. Um, for buy and hold that you that you want to use Section 8 tenants, how do you get the property approved for Section 8? All right, so that's a good question. So number one, property has to be vacant. And then in order to get it approved Section 8, <clears throat> The inspector, Section 8 inspector, you have to apply, of course. Um, yeah, so Iris, yeah, it'll be recorded. It'll definitely be recorded. <clears throat> um, and so um, so you apply at the Section 8 office, fill out some paperwork. Um, the inspector comes out and tells you what you need to do. Hopefully nothing, but obviously it's their job to find something. So that's how you get approved Section 8. You fill out some paperwork at the Section 8 office. Um, an inspector will come out. And he'll he'll tell you what you need to do. Um, if anything, you do it. They come back out. They approve you. <clears throat> For wholesale deals, um, are most of the sellers behind in mortgage or something? What makes um, them write a contract for a wholesaler um, as opposed to putting it on the market? And so, are most um, are, are are most sellers behind? Not necessarily. And so not, not necessarily, there's, there's some deals that you can buy, like the one today, the house was free and clear. There was no mortgage on it, but it was in such disrepair that, no, no, there was a mortgage on it because it's getting ready to go to foreclosure. It was a probate deal. This one was a probate deal. The personal representative taking it over couldn't make the mortgage payment, so they had to sell it. And so we, we buy properties. Um, we, we, we put properties under contract um, from motivated sellers. Motivated sellers are, um, most of them are distressed, but some of them, the houses are free and clear <clears throat> and they want to get rid of the house for one reason or another. I mean, I've, I've gone to so many houses where they just didn't have the money to make the repairs. And so um, we're able to put them under contract well below market. So not 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 all of them are necessarily behind, but um, a lot of them are behind. But they're motivated, like a landlord. Landlords, they're investors just like us. They generally they're generally buying the properties for about eighty percent um, below market. They're renting these properties out for four or five years, and they just get tired of the toilets, the termites and the tenants, the three T's, they get tired of that. And so now they're ready to sell. They've had it for four or five years. So there's more equity. They just want to get rid of it. So they've got equity. They're not behind, but they're just tired of being landlords. And so those are properties that we go after as well. Sometimes um, I bought a, a property in Capitol Heights, Maryland that had been abandoned. No mortgage on it had been abandoned, looked abandoned, 
Um, a wholesaler found it. Uh, Skip Trace got the phone number, called. Um, they said, yeah, we'll sell. It's been sitting there for three years. We go in there. The basement has literally four feet of water in the basement. Never, never forget it. Four feet of water in the basement. And, of course, it was so much mold that the, the um, subflooring and the hardwood floors on the main level all buckled. It all buckled because of all the mold. And I went in there and I said, look, I'll buy the property, but I'll only pay you $20,000. This is in Capitol Heights, Maryland. And they said, yes, we'll take it. And so um, I paid 20,000, gave the wholesaler 10, uh, renovated the property and sold the property for like 300,000. And so that was a vacant and abandoned property that um, they weren't behind. All right, um, is the same formula used um, with distressed um, or fix and flip properties also used for pre-foreclosed? Same formula, 70% of the after repair value minus repair cost for the cash buyer, 65% of the after repair value minus repair cost for the wholesaler. All right, I'm, I'm choosing driving for dollars in Baltimore. And I think that was Iris. So Iris, I think that we've answered your question. Iris did ask a really good question though. Her, her, question, her question was, hey, Brian, Brian is, Brian's in the house. Um, the question was, um, um, we categorize in all neighborhoods, but especially in Baltimore, um, like A properties versus D properties. The A properties, A and B properties are the better neighborhoods, no board ups. Um, the C and D properties, D are properties with lots of board ups. You probably won't want to walk, won't feel comfortable walking down the street. Those are the, your D properties. We generally as investors buy in B and C neighborhoods. And so all the neighborhoods that we gave you today, um, Iris, especially Bond Secure, Bond Secure is definitely a B neighborhood. Um, there's parts of Harlem Park that's probably C. The rest is, is, is D neighborhoods. Um, um, 21213, which is Bel Air Edison, is a B minus C neighborhood, in my opinion. Some people would say it's a B neighborhood, but I, I own property in, 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 um, in uh, 21213, Bel Air Edison. Um, but property, but um, areas like um, 21218, Charles Village, would be like, a, in my opinion, a, a B neighborhood. Um, Brian, Brian knows Baltimore. So Brian, you can put in the comment box um, some some other neighborhoods. A neighborhoods, in my opinion, in Baltimore are like um, kind of almost like Pigtown. Pigtown is like A minus B, but Federal Hill, Canton, um, Fells Point, those are all A, what I would consider A neighborhoods in Baltimore. We, we don't really invest in those neighborhoods because it's, it's too costly. And it's hard to get that spread that you need um, to buy at 70% of the after repair value um, mi minus repair costs. All right. Um, 
what amount of equity should we look for? Is the amount different um, on each type of list? No, no. I mean, the equity is the 30%. That's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. Same amount of equity. Um, does the, the right to statutory redemption affect pre-foreclosures? No, it hasn't foreclosed. So there's no right of rescission. Um, there's no redemption on a pre-foreclosure. They still own the properties. There's no, um, there's none of that. They still own the property. Um, can I review subject two and, and short sale? I'll, I'll do more. I'll take a deeper dive next week. Short sales. I love short sales. Um, we're going to have even more and more short sales, you guys, because of the pandemic. But a short sale, um, generally speaking, a lender will take 80% of the as-is value, 80% of the as-is value, not 80% of after repair value as-is. So most of those um, short sales, they're taking. Um, banks are not in the business of holding properties. They're in the business of lending properties. And so what I've seen lately is on short sales, they've been approving these short sales, unless it's ridiculous. And the numbers work for us. So let's buy short sales. Let's put them under contract. Short sale simply means that uh, property has negative equity. They need to sell the house, um, either they're distressed or for, for whatever reason, um, they need to sell the property. It, it has negative equity in the property so they can't sell it. The bank will accept the deal and take less. So they're gonna come up short. So say for example, the mortgage balance is 300,000. So the homeowner owns the owes the bank three hundred thousand, but they can only sell the property. Market value on the property is two hundred fifty thousand. So they can they have to sell it for less than what's owed to the bank. So the bank is going to come up short fifty thousand dollars in that scenario. R really more because of closing costs, but let's just say fifty thousand dollars. The bank is going to come up short. We're gonna we're gonna negotiate with the bank to get them to forgive the homeowner of that negative equity. Or if they don't forgive it, they're going to um, count that $50,000 as earned income and send them a 1099 at the end of the year for that. So they're gonna have to pay taxes on that $50,000 if, if it's not totally forgiven. And so what I've seen lately, probably for the last 10 years, or so, um, 10, 15, about 15 years be before President Obama got into office because he had that, um, was it, what was it called, HAPA, HAPA uh, where he forgave um, on, on the short sales. But of course, President Trump trumped it. Um, but anyway, um, but if it's an investment property, then they're, they're generally not going to forgive that negative equity. You're going to have to pay taxes on it. So that's a short sale. Subject to just simply means that you're going to buy the property subject to the existing mortgage. You're going to keep that mortgage on the property to homeowners. You're going to bring it current, make the payments, and either flip the property, give them some money. Or um, I've seen I, in many years ago, I had a property in Olney, Maryland, in Montgomery County townhouse where I did a subject two and held the property for two years, then sold it. And so next week we'll take a deeper dive into, into those two things. All right, so I think I have all the questions. Um, 
Is text message blast and email good strategy for pre-foreclosures? Absolutely. So text message, email, calling, door knocking. I used to door knock pre-foreclosures. All those are good for pre-foreclosures. Three more questions and then we're out of here. Um, do, do I need to get a title company and an attorney um, for a short sale deal? You do in that you do need a title company. Absolutely. And so um, you're going to put the property under contract. You're going to assign that contact contract to a cash buyer. And then you're going to give the assignment agreement and the purchase contract to a title company. And they're going to run title, make sure that there's no liens or judgments on the property. You're going to let them know per the assignment agreement that they're there to put a line item on the, on the settlement sheet on the HUD one or the CD uh, $20,000 for you. You're going to give them the title company, your wire instructions. So at settlement, you're going to make sure that they wire you your money. So yeah, you definitely um, need a title company. All right, so we've already talked about auctions um, on a lead generation tool list. We require to sign up for a website. It seems like some of the websites are redundant. So in terms of um, website, I do recommend on Carrot. Um, direct mail versus deal machine. So on deal machine, deal machine will send out postcards for you to absentee owners. You can pull up in front of a house, take a picture using deal machine. They'll send out the postcard, but it's not the same as a direct mail campaign where you're sending out postcards to 100, 200, 1,000 targeted um, homeowners. Targeted meaning absentee owners, pre-foreclosures. Um, you can get a list of homeowners who have... Um, who mortgages are free and clear. You can get a list of homeowners who have 50% or more equity in their properties. And so that's more targeted. So that's the difference between a direct mail, um, a postcard, um, sending a direct mail piece versus um, using deal machine. Um, so unfortunately, so the question is, which one of the sites serves the whole purpose? And so here's, here's my answer. Um, my answer would be what's most comprehensive um, would be PropStream. And so PropStream or Real eFlow serves the purpose of um, all, all the technology that you guys need. And so I would look into PropStream or Real eFlow as the single best um, because because it does everything it does skip tracing gives you list um, uh, get, does the mail out for you uh, put uh, has a contact management database you can put all your contacts a lot of people swear by used to swear by real real eflow we, we have that but a lot of a lot more people swear by prop stream so to answer your question which was a good question prop stream um, yes, um, Clinton. And so celebrate settlement services are our, our in-house settlement company. Um, um, Clinton asked the question, can we use celebrate settlements? 
Yeah, so they're well versed into investing. Obviously, there are in-house title company. They do all of our deals. And so, yes, for all your deals, um, all title companies, you guys aren't created equal. Matter of fact, I, I had a um, cash buyer that insisted on using her title company to screw the whole thing up. We ended up having to pull it to use ours. So you want to use an, um, an investor-friendly title company. They weren't used to assignment agreements and wholesale deals and things like that. So we had to pull it and we had to go back to using ours. All right, you guys, um, I'm out of here. Let's see, did we answer all the questions? Did the free trial for um, deal machine and prop stream? I definitely prefer prop stream. All right, so let me put this up. Um, so Rashida is saying she did a free trial for deal machine and prop stream. And so she um, definitely prefers prop stream. Okay, good. All right, thank you, Rashida. Um, does it does it do speed dialing? I don't I don't think that um, prop stream does speed dialing um, like um, Keith. What's the one that does the the, um, the speed dialing for us? Um, Keith, put in put it in the comment section. It'll come to me in a second. The one that does the speed dialing. Some somebody will put it in there. I can't remember it. Uh, let's see how much. So so Jermaine, contact me. I'll contact you. Oh, Mojo. There you go, Demille. Demille, I might even give you more money. No, I'm joking. So Mojo, Mojo Dialer, MojoSales.com. That's the one that does the speed dial. Mojo. Mojo Dialer. MojoSales.com. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I think I got a question about um, our platinum coaching program. Um, yes, you guys, a lot of you guys are um, came through our eight week course or, um, you know, are paying the ninety seven dollars a month, which is good. But to take it a step further and and um, most of you guys need that. We have our platinum coaching program. Um, they're going to shadow me. We're actually going to go to, uh, I don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend. I got to check with Keith, but we're going to go to at least one property, if not two, in Baltimore. And so we've got some investors that have um, invested in Baltimore, some of the other coaching students that are in the platinum. So we're going to go visit their projects. Um, so this, this time, we go at least once a month we're going to go to Baltimore. And so I'll, I'll give you, um, Keith will give you guys that information. Um, Jermaine will contact you. Anybody else that's interested in our platinum coaching program. So we do the shadowing, um, the one-on-ones, you get a whole um, um, dashboard uh, that Keith communicates with you. We communicate with you through the dashboard and in the dashboard, you get a whole host of training all the resources that you need, um, forms, all the forms are in there. And so just a whole host of things that are um, on that dashboard. Um, you get appointed a um, accountability partner there. And so it's everything that you need. It's a very good com com comprehensive program. Um, all your social media we, we, uh, we have for you. <clears throat> Beverly, actually, you do a one-on-one -on -one with Beverly, and she sets you up with all, all of your, um, 
all, all, everything that you need there. Um, actually, Clinton is in our program. He says it's an awesome program. Thank you for that, Clinton. Thank you for that. So he says it's an awesome program. Um, contact me, you guys, and or Keith. Contact us um, either through one of my various um, social media platforms. Follow me, you guys. Follow me on um, on Instagram. I think I've had my Instagram handle up. Um, so you can follow me there, contact me there if you guys are interested in our platinum program. Um, but you guys, this year, let's go. This year, um, as I told my agents last night, we got to dominate. We got to make a change. We're not in this for fun. We're not in this to be entertained every Tuesday night. We're in this to win. And I want you guys to win, which means you got to take action. That's the name of the game is you got to take action. And you've got to take action every single day. Every single day when I walk, I'm meditating. What do I need to do today to take a baby step so that my end goal, I'm, I'm in line to hit my end goal. I'm not trying to hit a home run every single day. It's a little baby step, a little bunt single. Um, this is this this for your football player. This is a little three or four yard game. I don't need to get a first down every single day. I don't need to score a touchdown. Um, I just need to hit a for your basketball players. I just need to hit a free throw. I'm, I'm just messing with you guys now. Um, and so we've got to do something every single day. It, like like Lorraine, Lorraine joined our program, our platinum. She said, I joined. I just joined and it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that, Lorraine. And for maybe for some of you guys, a baby step was would be to inquire about a platinum coaching program. We'd love to have you. We'd love to see you in Baltimore either next week or a week after. Sit down with us one-on-one, -on -one, get all the resources and tools and support that you guys really need. So look, you guys, 30 days, let's get on it. Let's, let's fix our credit, our credit. It's not about fixing our credit. Let's improve our credit score. And so that when it's time for us to really use our credit, we can use our credit. And so, Here's what I would be interested in, you guys. I talked about a lot. What really resonated with you tonight? Put it in, put it in the comment box for me. Um, <laughs> Jermaine, I don't want you in the program. I, Jermaine, you just messed up, Jermaine. You are not going to be in our program. Jermaine talking about touchdown Dallas. No, 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 no. We are not Dallas fans, Jermaine. What resonated with you guys tonight? What resonated? What, what's your takeaway? What's your takeaway tonight, you guys? Put in the chat box. Let me know. Let me know if you're paying attention. What really resonated? What are you going to take tonight, tomorrow, and take a baby step? What are you going to do? What, what's resonated? <laughs> what's resonated with you guys um, tonight? Put in the chat box. Put in the comment, and we'll get you out of here. Um, okay, so... Keith said financing. Good. Clinton said everything. Everything was awesome. Good, Clinton. Appreciate that. Um, anybody else? Anybody else? What, what really resonated with you guys tonight? What really resonated? Other, other than the fact that I kind of went over time. Tanja said develop a team. Absolutely. Tanja, your goal needs to be so big that you can't do it by yourself. Um, Jermaine, um, Jermaine says partnering. Um, wash hands, wash hands, wash hands. Okay, good. 
<laughs> Lorraine said no, no to Dallas. Um, so Brian says he's part of the Platinum Coaching Program. It's awesome. Thank you, Brian. Um, DJ said develop a marketing plan and financials. Terry is saying forming a team. Um, Eric likes my background. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Uh, Colby, credit, formulas. Good, good, good. Jermaine, um, go to the auctions. Out of BC, um, be consistent. Um, Lorraine, learning about auctions. Okay, good. Dietrich, attending auctions. Take the time to attend. Look, you guys, there's HubZoo. There's auction.com. <clears throat> if you don't have the time, go to the online portals and follow them. You can follow them live. You can follow them like now. You can follow them. You don't necessarily have to go, but I would prefer you to go because it serves a lot of purposes. So attending the auctions is good. Um, Eric, have a solid plan and time block. Very good. Very good. Okay. All right, you guys, let's go. Let's have a good week. Uh, put together your plan for the next 30 days. Let's like, let's do it. No excuses. Let's do it. Um, all right, you guys, thank you for your time. God bless. Have a great evening. If you need me, you guys, you know how to find me. I, I want to play a role in your success. If you have any deals in the next week, contact me. I'm happy to vet them. I went to two properties today with two for two of you guys. I'm happy to do so. I want you to win. God bless you guys. Take care. Good night.